Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome back to Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. I am the New York Daily News NFL columnist and Giants beat writer. We have a bit of a summer series going here with some Giants player interviews and other special guests. Want to get right to our latest interview. First, want to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your championship finals, info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs from basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, and boxing. Fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino card games available to play right from your home. Get into the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Remember, everybody, subscribe to our YouTube page at PL on NFL. Rate, review, like. Go to Apple, Spotify, subscribe to the podcast. Give us that five-star rating. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you enjoy our next interview right here on Talking Ball. All right, welcome back to Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. I have a special guest today, Giants wide receiver Paris Campbell. Paris, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New Jersey. My first question is, you're from Akron. You played at St. Vincent St. Mary's. What I want to know is, are we going to have LeBron at that <laughs> stadium this year cheering you on? Because I see on social media, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a big fan of yours. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely. might try to work something out. Uh, definitely try to get him up here though, to catch a game. I mean, I, I'm sure he'd much rather come to New York <laughs> than, than Indy, for sure. But yeah, see, we can, we can see about it, for sure. Why did you choose New York? You're a free agent. You end up signing with the Giants. Why did you choose this team and this offense as coach? Yeah, well, number one, man, you know, going through free agency, obviously the receiver market was it wasn't as good as you know everyone thought it was, it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. You know, it kind of started off slow. Um, you know, two three days into it, um, you know, it wasn't a lot of whole lot of moving parts. You know, you didn't see a lot of big signs or anything like that. Um, but that that third day of when the free agency opened, I remember getting a call um, from Dave's. And we had a, literally like probably like a 15 to 20 minute call, just, you know, him, him telling me about the organization, you know, what he thought I could bring to the team, to the organization. Um, and like that meant so much to me in that moment, because like, you know, how many head coaches are calling players, you know, during free agency? I think that's rare. Um, you know, so not only did that speak to me about the, the coach and the person that he was, um, but it also, you know, let me know that he really, you know, believed that I could help this team. Um, and obviously, you know, just going through the other offers that I had, um, I just felt like it was the best opportunity for me. Um, obviously, you know, having played the Giants last year when I was with the Colts, uh, you know, you kind of seen what they were doing on offense and what they were, were gelling to be. Um, and, you know, not to get into too much of last year, but, you know, them winning the playoff game, making it to the playoffs and, you know, having an opportunity to go further. Uh, I think, you know, it, they're just... It's just the start of you know what's to come for you know the New York Giants. Was that a FaceTime or a phone call? Because he's famous it was for both. FaceTime. It was both. It was both. He ended up calling me, you know, just regularly, talked for a little bit, and then literally like two minutes later, he ended up FaceTiming me again. It was like, yeah, like whatever you need, just let me know. Call me whenever, like whenever you want. Uh, like I said, and that just went like a long way with me. So uh, we're sitting here on day one of mandatory minicamp. I saw Daniel Jones complete three straight passes mm -hmm. to you. <laughs> I know we're early. Yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah. a vet, so these are just practices, yeah. but. Does it say something about your fit, how you're picking it up, and how you're developing chemistry with Daniel that you're kind of locking in that consistently? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, for me, uh, you know, 
no matter where I'm at, you know, I always want to step in and, you know, just absorb as much as possible. And I want, I want to be a guy that's known as, you know, a, a smart football player. You know, I don't want to come in and struggle with learning the offense and then you get limited reps and then you're out there and you're messing up. Like, I just always want to be diligent about my work and, you know, how I go about, you know, preparing. Um, so, you know, I just think me having to put the work in and the time and the effort to, you know, get the plays down and whether that's getting extra reps with Daniel, um, you know, before, you know, obviously uh, OTAs and stuff started, but um, we got a, we got a chance to, to, to work a lot. Uh, we, we, we had the throwing trip in Arizona with all the guys. That was kind of like my first full ride with the whole group. Um, but like ever since then, like we just continued to work. And then obviously when OTAs started, we were getting extra work in. Um, so we just continued to build and build. And, you know, it's, like you said, it's early. Uh, we got a long, long way to go, uh, you know, but I'm excited, you know, for what's to come. Sure. Have you and Darius Slayton settled this speed <laughs> question? Because he was on my show recently, yeah. and he has not forgotten <laughs> your 4-3-1 at the combine mm-hmm. when he ran a 4-3-9. Yeah. He's, still, he's still got a chip on his yeah. shoulder. You think we'll ever see you out there on the field just kind of like running it back, see what's going Hey, man, Slay, Slay know what it is, man. And actually, like, me and Slay, like, it's crazy. Like, once we first met in Arizona, uh, like, we just clicked. And uh, we, we've grown close, man. Uh, like, we've, we've, we've been hanging out a bunch, man talk every day um but we definitely go back and forth about who's faster all the time and it's crazy because the first time the first time he met me in person like he doesn't say hi he doesn't say what's up he doesn't you know so like introduce himself he's so just quiet he he taps me on the shoulder he's like you know like when we came out like i hated you i was like dang like what's he like no nah, he's like no nah, i hated you because you you ran fast at me at the combine i'm like dang that's crazy but uh obviously you know he was just you know joking around or whatever but um not nah, like that's my guy like that's that's, so he's, he's one of the guys that i've really gone close to yeah sure. so he, yeah he really hasn't forgotten it no nah, definitely <laughs> um going back to indy for a second how destabilizing was it when luck retired yeah. you come into the league <laughs> and it's like here's what it's going to look like yeah. and then everything else looks different and obviously you look at the last three four years mm-hmm. and it's been i mean listen good players but just yeah. like a different quarterback yeah. every time how how uh strange and unusual was that coming into the league? man it, it was it was a whirlwind for me you know as a rookie um you know having come in like you know sitting on draft night you know hearing your name called indianapolis coach you're like all right man i, I got a chance to go play with one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now um and obviously you know as a rookie that's that's like your dream scenario you know what i mean like i'm gonna go with a guy that can make me so much better on the field and i can learn from you know what i'm saying so it was it was like it was almost like heartbreaking almost because I'm like, hey, I'm about to get a chance to play Andrew Luck. And it just, you know what I'm saying? And not saying it's not a knock on Andrew because, you know, he did what he, he thought was best for him. And, you know what I'm saying? Matt respect to Andrew, um, you know, for the short time that I got to, you know, spend with him and hang out with him, I, I was learning so much because this was a guy, like, he seen me in the hallway. He's like, all right, Paris, what you got on this? Like, just random. Like, I could be walking from lunch. He'd be like, what you got on this? Or he'd be like, what are you working on today? Like just little things like that. You like yeah, out like, yeah, but it was it, it held me accountable. You know what I'm saying? It always kept me on my toes. Not like you know whatever I seen him, I had to be you know all straightened up. But it was just more so like yeah. little reminders. Like all right, when I hit the field, I, I'm working on this, or I got to remember this, just stuff like that. But like it's it's hard to replace a guy like Andrew Luck. You know what I mean? And right. like all the quarterbacks we had, man, I like I respect the hell out of them. Philip Rivers, I thought like one of the best quarterbacks I ever played with. Like, he made me so much better. Like, Jacoby Brissett, Carson Wentz, like, all these guys. You know what I'm saying? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, to me, you know, he helped me get back to a point in my career where I could say, all right, I can go out here and play because he boosted my confidence all last year. He stuck by me. He believed in me. 
And like I, I tell him this all the time. Whenever I get a chance to talk to him, I said, bro, like thank you. Like you rejuvenated my career. Like going through all them injuries, like he was like a solid foundation. He was a rock for me that I was able to go into practice, like and knowing, like, all right. And when two was in the huddle, like he got my back. You know what I'm saying? So I, I gotta go out there and play for him. I'm, I'm obviously playing for myself and my family, but like I gotta play for this guy because he believes in me. You know what I'm saying? So but it's just it's it's tough, like having a, a QB carousel. Like it's it's kind of like you can never you know really have anything set in foundation. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just sense. tough. It's just tough. You kind of led me into my next question was how far how low do you get mentally and emotionally when you have those frustrations of struggling to stay on the field mm -hmm. and the inconsistency of who you're playing with yeah. like how low did you get and what was the low point where you started to build yourself back up again? yeah um shoot it, man it got scary honestly it got scary um i think really when i tore my mcl um that was probably the lowest part of my my career shoot my life um just because like i had never obviously my rookie year i had three different surgeries and it was like kept getting the game taken away from me, but like I was able to bounce back and come back and, you know, recover from those injuries and get back to playing. But like when I turned my MCL, it was like, all right, the rest of the year you're done. You know what I'm saying? So I had yeah. never had that season ending injury to where it was like I couldn't get I couldn't go rehab and just get right back in two, three weeks. You know what I'm saying? So like that entire year, it was just it was tough for me. Like it was hard. Like I wasn't able to go play. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's who I am. That's what I do. That's what I love to do. So like it was just hard not being able to do that. And um, I like I learned so much about myself in that time. You know what I mean? Like I I got close to actually retiring because I had some complications with my knee and my and my surgery and stuff like that. I had no idea. Yeah, it was it was my knee had got super stiff probably like two to three months in, and uh, like I couldn't get my knee pads like probably like seventy degrees. Like it like I could not bend it. Like we did so much rehab. I was rehabbing every single day for four or five hours a day. So this is after your second season yes. you consider retired? Yeah, I was like, I literally walked into the trainer's room and I was like, yo, I really think we've done all that we could do. Like, maybe it's just my time. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? And they gave me a couple of days to think about it. And I was just like, I'm talking to my family. And I ended, obviously I ended up coming back and getting through it, but man, it was it was really a low point like in my, in my career for sure. So then you end up last one because I'm being given the, uh, oh, the sign yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So last year you have 91 targets, 63 catches, 623 yards, three TDs. You said Matt Ryan was a huge part of yeah. building you back up, but what either schematically or just as far as how you carried yourself led to that production? Yeah, um, I think um, kind of me like because the season before I was able to get back on the field and, you know, I was playing outside and inside. Yeah, right. Um, but last year, you know, me having like a, a primary role, like in the slot, not saying that I can't play outside because I believe I can, but like having that primary role and having things dialed up for me and having, you know, plays schemed up for me and what I'm, you know, what I'm good at and what I'm able to do, um, I think it just started trending. Like, I think it started like week four or five, like when I started actually getting targets and, you know, making plays and it just went like this, um, you know, so, Obviously, you know, I was able to keep myself healthy, do extra things, you know, off the field uh, to prepare myself. Um, but I was able to kind of just be myself last year. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was a, a big part of, you know, why it was trending in the right direction. Very cool. Not as cool as your zero jersey. <laughs> when did you first wear a zero? Does that uh, back to anything? Nah, it's, 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 when I first got here, they passed the rule. Yeah. As soon as they passed the rule, I seen it on Twitter. And I texted the EQ guys. I'm like, yo, I need zero. Because, you know, it's a lot of numbers retired here. So it's not a lot of numbers. You know, for wide outs. So as soon as the zero happened, it was like, I got to get it. And, you know, I, I'm big in the numbers. So, like, as soon as I, 
figured out I was wearing zero. I looked it up. It stands for new beginnings, and this is exactly what this is, it's a new beginning. So. What a perfect way to wrap this up. Great to meet you. Yes, great to talk, Paris. Hope you have a great season. Thanks Absolutely. for joining Appreciate me. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right. That was another great conversation here on Talking Ball. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube page, at PL on NFL. Go to Believe's YouTube page. Please like, review, rate, wherever you go to listen to or watch this podcast, including on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get those audio pods. Before we get out of here, want to tell you about Estate 98. Hola, amigos. This is Pat Leonard from the New York Daily News. And if you're a coffee lover like me, you're going to love Estate 98. The ultra-concentrated coffee from El Salvador dates back to 1798 and is the most convenient premium cafe I've ever had. It takes me three seconds to make an iced coffee, which is perfect for my busy podcasting schedule on Talking Ball. I can take it with me on the go and make it anywhere. And with its rich smell and notes of milk, chocolate, and tangerine, this Essencia Day Cafe has replaced my old coffee runs. Go to Estate 98 Coffee on Instagram, order, and enjoy. Salud. Have a great week, everyone. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.